0: Hello, welcome to SN Hell. My name's Keith with me as always, my good buddy Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Keith. So, Matt, tonight we're just doing a little mini episode to talk about our top five favorite hosts from season three of Saturday Night Live. How does that sound to you, my friend?
1: Sounds pretty good. I I, I was pretty uh, you know what, there was one I struggled with, but for the yeah. most part, yeah, maybe there was two. I don't know, I don't know. We'll talk about it.
0: Yeah, overall I thought the host the hosts were uh, a better plate than we've had the first two seasons. Um, we did have you know a, a wide range we did have your 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 non-performer in there uh, two of them actually but uh overall i thought it was it was a good slate of of uh, new and returning hosts
1: i have to agree and no ralph
0: nader it's awesome yeah that's right so yeah let's just jump right into it matt number five who was your fifth favorite host of the year My fifth favorite host of the year was O.J.
1: Simpson. Okay, Uh, I think uh, he was shockingly charismatic. I mean, I shouldn't say shockingly because I knew he was going to be because of the naked gun. Uh, But when I go, you know, as I try to view it through that lens, uh, he was he, he just fit in really well with the cast. He seemed like he was having a good time and he was just really good at everything they asked him to do. Fucking uh, my number,
0: <laughs> I was going to say most sociopaths seem quite charismatic. <laughs> most alleged sociopaths. My number five was Buck Henry. Uh, it, all things considered, this was a pretty crummy year for Buck based on his, his episode numbers. But uh, he still brings enough to it. And maybe this is sort of a, I, I love Buck, so I got to keep him on the list. Disappointed with Buck's episodes this year, but certainly wasn't disappointed with Buck.
1: Totally understandable, Keith. And if I may segue, my number four is Buck buck hen for pretty much the uh reasons that we're discussing here so let's discuss them together maybe yeah. sometimes i did go in with too high expectations you had mentioned that to me previously but yeah there was something i don't want to say safe or it just felt a little like old hat there wasn't anything i don't know it lacked a freshness this season that uh mm-hmm. that i had gotten used to perhaps but i mean still still top five of the yep. season for sure because he he brings it i just and you know i'm not saying it's on him the quality of the sketches he's in all the time uh, because he just goes out and he plays buck henry in every friggin sketch that he's in so <laughs> um it just lacked a little freshness for me this season i guess
0: Yep, bore for me was Christopher Lee. Really enjoyed his appearance on the show. Gave it a different tone, of course. I thought he did some interesting things with uh, material that we don't get to see Christopher Lee do very often.
1: Christopher Lee did not make my top five list, but uh, I remember being such a pissy brat going into that episode about him hosting and not doing Dracula. Um, and I was so unreasonable about it. You know, I'm crossing my arms, scowling at the <laughs> episode. Uh, no, not quite like that. But uh, I definitely enjoyed it, and
0: uh, I really liked that um, the death sketch. Do you remember yep. that one? Yep, Mr. Death, yep. My number three, Charles Grodin. Mine as well, so we can talk about that together.
1: Brilliant. Uh, yep. I Again, was not sure what to expect. I only know Charles Grodin from you know kind of like his, his 80s comedies growing up. I guess I kind of wanted him to do that because, you know, you want what's familiar to you just naturally, biologically. Uh, but he, I, I thought he really delivered. He he was yep. really interesting in the sketches, but he was never not Charles Grodin. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
0: Yep. And they kind of worked it around that. I mean, for those that haven't seen the episode, they they played the whole episode as if Grodin hadn't rehearsed and, and didn't know who the cast members were and such. Um, <laughs> and he was even like when they did the audience Chiron, he was even randomly sitting in the audience and the, the chyron. <laughs> the chyron said, This week's host, and he was sitting there. Isn't this where I'm supposed to sit?
1: (laughs) I remember the smile on his face, Uh, yeah, his cheesy smile. And holy shit, his Art Garfunkel. I was Mm -hmm. in stitches the way he just stared up vacantly, (laughs) looking into space with that wig on. Uh, It was (laughs) terrific.
0: Yeah, real work of art that episode. They did overdo it a little bit, Um, but I mean, people to this day. Well, not many, but a few people to this day still think it was a legit thing. Number two, Matt. My number two host of the season, Chevy Chase. Wow,
1: interesting. Yeah, I missed Chevy Chase. Listen, and I, I say it all the time. I say it on the podcast. I say it to people in real life. I don't give a shit what you think. Chevy Chase is funny. Chevy Chase is Always been funny. I shouldn't say always been funny because he doesn't maybe later he's not funny. But Chevy Chase is funny. I don't care if he's an asshole. I don't know him. We don't talk. And if you're gonna talk to somebody and you've heard he's an asshole for 40 years, maybe you're not so upset about it. Maybe you relax a little and just you know roll with the punches. But anyway, regardless of what Chevy Chase is as a person, he is funny. And I liked seeing him do Ford again. His that sketch in bed with Gilda was great. And uh seeing him on weekend update was a nice treat and uh, he was he played this like clueless baggage inspector who <laughs> had a bunch of drugs under his nose and he was still looking through like shirts and shit that's the kind of there, there's like a moronic humor he plays that moron so well mm-hmm. nobody else on the show can do it and that, that's a totally uh, a character a style that's now missing from the show it was really nice to see him back and it was a highlight for me
0: number two for me was richard Dreyfus. i was blown away By what we got from Richard Dreyfuss as a host, like we said a number of times, we didn't really know what we were going to expect. You know, I know he's done some comic work, um, but uh, three minutes into the show, I thought he could have been a regular, and uh, he was great throughout. And he also, you know, Belushi wasn't too welcoming um, to him, so uh, he had that to, to to work against as well. Um, but I was just absolutely blown away by Richard Dreyfuss's uh, hosting duty. He was in as much of the show as any host could be. Firm number two for me with Richard Dreyfus.
1: I love Richard Dreyfus. And again, everybody tells me Richard, everybody tells me like I'm in like the variety circles. Everybody tells me Richard, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus is an asshole. But, you know, we don't shit on Richard Dreyfus all the time like we do with Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. We're not here to talk about that. Richard Dreyfuss, holy shit. I couldn't believe how good he was. I'm not, I don't yeah. like Richard Dreyfuss movies generally, uh, unless it's What About Bob. Uh, but as I try to think of Richard, like I didn't, I don't. Mr. Holland's opus, that's not for me. And, uh, you know, I like Jaws, okay, that's fine. But after that, I'm like, where do I go for Richard Dreyfuss? And I don't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- this was a really nice treat. He re- Again, he seemed to be having a really good time. Just really sunk into his characters on the show. And I don't know, maybe he fucking hated it and he's a brilliant actor. He's a brilliant actor. So they tell me, outside of uh, what about Bob and Jaws, I'm not really a big Richard <laughs> Dreyfuss
0: guy. You, you really got to watch Close Encounters. I think you'd enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Close Encounters. Number one, are we both agreed that it was Steve Martin? Steve Martin, yeah. Come on. Yeah, i'm he had a rough start. That first episode was shit, which makes it harder to come back. But boy, did he come back. Uh, his his episodes with uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and then with the Blues Brothers. Uh, fantastic. Really told me this year, these those two episodes, more than any other, why Steve Martin is the quintessential host of, of his generation. And probably... To be fair, of the show up. I mean,
1: no wonder when I was a kid growing up, I always just thought he was on the show as a mm-hmm. cast member. I didn't, I never realized he wasn't part of the gang for years. As mm-hmm. I, you know, was growing up from kid to teenager, and I didn't really watch Saturday Night Live when I was a kid, but you know what I mean. I definitely just thought he was part of the show. He just fits in so well, and you know, sure, maybe he does get three kicks at the can to get it right this season. Whatever, he is a consummate professional brilliant musician on top of everything. He brings such classic, memorable sketches and characters to the show. How could he not be number one? I mean, three times this season. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a Zenith.
0: All right. Well, thanks very much to listen to this mini episode. We'll be back. And we're, uh, as you hear this one, there'll be some other ones going up uh, top music, top 10 sketches, and a few other little doozies as well. Keep an eye out for season four coming very soon from Matt and I, but until then, Thanks for listening to s and